Welcome to 2017, the first day of 2017. Welcome, we are here. A lot of, we are here, still here, still hanging on. A lot of people didn't make it. I don't know if you guys know this, but my uncle passed and they had his services uh, yesterday. Um, I told my mom I'd call her today and um, yeah, he, um, he didn't make it. He was one of the ones. Debbie Reynolds didn't make it. Her daughter didn't make it. A lot of people didn't make it. There's a guy who's doing a GoFundMe to protect Betty White so she can make it. And I'm like, he don't have Jesus. He don't have Jesus. But welcome to 2017, the first day of the new year. We thought it only apropos to have service on the first day of the new year. We got to give it back to God. That's how we start our year. We start our year. However we start our year, that's how it's going to be. That's what people say. So we start our year by just giving a little bit back to God. It's his day. So we want to say thank you. So I'm coming out of Romans 8, 28, and we all know this. <laughs> we all know Romans 8, 28. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, his purpose for them. According to his purpose for them. So I'm just going to talk to you a little bit this morning about shaking the dust of 2016. Shake the dust of 2016. Right? You got to shake it. You got to shake it off. You got to shake. Some of us have gone through hell this year. Some of us. Maybe, maybe, maybe not none of you, but some, we. The Ordells have gone through hell this year. And what they say, when you're going through hell, keep walking. You got to keep walking. It's not working out like you want it. Keep walking. It didn't happen like you thought. Keep walking. God didn't answer the prayer the way you wanted. Keep walking. You didn't get that job. Keep walking. You didn't get that husband. Keep walking. You didn't get those, that money. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. I'm going to tell you a story. I'll tell you a story about a, a good father, a good, a good, good father. This is what we see when we're in the mall, right? When we see a little kid that's gotten everything they wanted, everything, done everything for him, never said no to him. But we're in the mall and we see the little kid in the aisle acting up. Or we see the little kid yelling and screaming, Monica's shaking her head. What do you say? What's the first thing you say? He's spoiled. He needs a, <laughs> Monica said, he needs a whooping. He's spoiled. That little kid is us. That little kid is us. Why is that little kid us? That little kid is us because God has done all of these good things for us. All of these good things for us. That when one bad thing doesn't happen or it doesn't work out like we want, we throw a temper tantrum. I know an old wise woman has said, Lord, if I'm upset, it's your fault. It's your fault because you've been so good to me. So when it doesn't go like I want, I want to know why. I want to know why you ain't answered my prayer. I'm going to stop giving my tithes because I didn't get the husband I wanted in 2015, 2016. You don't know what the Lord is saving you from. 
Man's rejection is God's protection. Challenges and difficulties do what for us? They make us pray more. They make us pray more. They make us trust more. They make us walk in faith more, more. Why do we have to walk in faith more? We have to walk in faith more to get the more that God's trying to give us, right? So these challenges and these difficulties help us. God is good, but we focus on the bad. But we have to be reminded that his grace is sufficient. His grace covers all. His grace covered what I did in 2095. Uh, his grace covers what you did in 2006. His grace covers all. So these are some things I want you to look at as we shake the dust of 2016. We got to shake it. And the reason Jesus says shake the dust, he told the disciples, when you go and you and you profess the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they don't want to hear you. They don't give you a place to lay your head. They don't feed you. They don't listen to you. Shake the very dust from your feet as a testament to the truth. And so that's what we got to do when we enter in. See, the, the reason that came, that came because they thought Jerusalem was holy, and it was. And no other place was worthy of Jerusalem. So when they were leaving, when they got to the edge of Jerusalem, they started shaking the dust pop. They started shaking it off so that they can carry the goodness in with them. They didn't want to they didn't want to bring any anything that defiled this. We don't want to bring anything that defiles this. Right? We don't want to bring anything that defiles this. We got to shake the dust. And also, I believe that, that God may have told them this so they could free their minds. They didn't want to hear it. They'd be mean to you. They've been throwing, because they throw rocks. They've been throwing rocks. They chase you off. You got to free your mind. So the first thing, the first thing, one of the first things we want to look at when we shake the dust of 2016 You guys have to bear with me. I've been sick all week. I've been sick all week. I'm shaking the dust. Shaking the dust, Christian. Went to the doctor, told me I got a flu and a sinus infection. They gave me this medication that makes me all loopy. But I said, not today, God. Not today. So the first thing, the first thing to shake the dust is, number one, all things are not bad things. All things are not bad things. How good is God? How good is God? God is good. They say it takes five to ten. Now, I got this information from psychology today, right? They say it takes five to ten positive events to counterbalance one negative event in your life. Five to ten positive events to counterbalance counterbalance, not overtake, not supersede, to counterbalance one negative event in your life. So I want you to think about that one thing of 2016. Maybe you had, we had a few. <laughs> we had a few. I want, no, you had a few. I want you to think about that one thing, Monica. I want you to think about that one thing, Licorice. That one thing 
of 2016, that one thing, that one thing that was so devastating to you, you thought you'd never make it through. You got it? Okay. Monica's like, oh, I got it. I got it. We got it? I want you to think about it. You got it in your mind, in your mind's eye. Now I want you to envision fire burning it up to ash. Fire burning it up to ash in the name of Jesus. And then I want you to do this. I want you to just shout out some good things that God did for you this year. Just shout them out. I want you to put them in the atmosphere because it's not just for you. Shout them out. What did God do for you? He moved us. He moved us. And he helped pay the rent. All right? We got, we got grace in a good school. Amen. And we're active parents. Shout them out. Come on. One thing. One good thing. Healing. He healed me. Healing. We're alive. We made it to 2017. Look around. Look around. It wasn't like this in 2016. But here's the thing. I have been praying, and the Lord said, really? I've been praying. I said, Lord, even if it's just me, my wife, and my daughter, we are moving forward with Hallel Chapel. It doesn't matter what's happening around. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter who falls off. We're going to keep going. And the Lord said, really? Okay. Lord, what you doing? No, 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 no. You said it doesn't matter. I want to see if I can trust you to keep doing what you said you were going to do for me. Can he trust you? Shout out the good things. Healing. Healing. We're alive. What else? Got grace into a good school. We moved. We moved into a a better situation. What's going on? What else? What else? Good things. Good things. Still married. Amen. Still married. Still married. God is good. And we got to be reminded. Monica came to Hallel. Wait, Licorice came to Hallel in 2016. She was sliding in. She's. <laughs> Amen. 2016. So I'm looking at the scripture and I'm going through my mind and every time I get into a a problem or something doesn't work out, I'm like, Lord, all things work together for our good because I'm called for your purpose and this is thing and that thing. And Lord said, hold up, son. Say that again. I'm like, all things work together for your good, but stop. I'm like, what? He's like, say it again. All things, Lord, work together. Stop. And he was like, you're looking at it from the wrong perspective because in my mind no way I'm thinking all things means bad things work together for our good but God says no it's the good things that work together for your good it's the good things that I bless you with I bless you with the good things so that when the bad things come licorice you can go let me shake the dust let me shake the dust let me shake the dust and keep moving because I remember when this I remember when I tried to take my life. I remember when I was homeless. I remember when I found my grandfather dead. I remember this. I remember all these things. But I'm shaking the dust of 2016. For God is working in you, giving you the desires and the power to do what he pleases. This is my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures. And I don't know if I'm fatalistic, but it's 2 Corinthians 4, 8. 
2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9, it says, we are hard pressed on every side, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed. We are confused, but we are not in despair. We are persecuted, but God has not abandoned us. We have been cast down, but in no way. We are not destroyed. Yes. Welcome to 2017. Number one, that's number one. All things are bad things. Number two, protect your attitude. You got to take your confidence back. You got to protect your attitude. Remember that person you used to be? How many people walk, in, walk into the mirror? And uh, Christian doesn't, of course, he's 14. But you walk into, you walk in through your house and you see yourself in the mirror and you get a glimpse of the old you. You get a glimpse of how powerful you used to be, how confident you used to be, how long your hair was. My uncle on my father's side has his old football pictures, and he keeps a, a book of them. And he says, when I forget who I am, I look at these pictures to remind me. You got to protect your attitude. Now, how do we protect our attitude? Huh? How do we protect our attitude? They say that, all of this information I got is from Psychology Today. It says the brain is like Velcro for negative emotion. <laughs> but like Teflon for positive. <laughs> so we're always in a state of negativity. That's our resting place. This is the information. It says unless we are occupied with other thoughts worrying is the brain's default position unless we are occupied with other thoughts worrying is the brain's default position and here's the thing when you tell somebody not to worry it sets the default off don't worry <gasps> now I'm worried So we have to change how we look at the problems. We have to change how we look at things, right? That says to me our deepest need is for peace. Yeah. That's why, the, that's why the, all through the Gospels the Lord says, why, why are you worried? Can you, can you change one day? Can you add one hair to your head one day to your life by worrying? No. Then he says, all th then he says uh, be anxious for nothing. But in all things through prayer and petition in thanksgiving. Make your request known. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you want. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me what you want. And then leave it. I will give you peace. He's the prince of peace. We've been saying that all Christmas. Isaiah 9, 6. Who is the wonderful counselor? Mighty God. Prince of peace. Why is this happening? Prince of peace. It says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your boot. He says the God of peace will soon. He say you will. He says God's going to help you, Monica. God's going to help you crush Satan under your boot. I got your back. You got to protect your attitude. You got to protect your attitude. You got to tell yourself. You got to say God is the God of peace and he's going to take care of me. Whatever the scripture is, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? A whole army could be against me, but I'm not afraid. A whole nation could be against me, but I'm not afraid. I got to go in for this interview. They said I'm not qualified for this job, but somehow I got an interview. 
Yeah, somehow I got in, right? They say that I can't do the job, but somehow I got hired. God is looking out for us. He is good. He is good. So we got to focus on some reasons why God blesses us. Why does God bless us? Why does God bless us? Come on, licorice. Why does God bless us? Why? Because we're his children. To, to glorify himself. But we are his. Anytime you see Dot, she's always looking good. She's a fashionista at five. I can't even take her out anymore. Her clothes have to be laid out for her because when daddy picks her clothes, that's not right, daddy. That doesn't go with those shoes. The week that Pastor Teresa was out of town, we fought. She was like, those aren't the right shoes. Those shoes are, hold up, you're five. Y'all going to play all day. She's like, we don't play all day. We do our alphabets, and I look good. She's a fashionista, and she should look good because she's my daughter. Because my wife is a fashionista, she should look good because my wife looks good. Right? God wants us to look good. We're his children. We are reflections of him. When we step outside of this edifice, when we step outside of our homes, when we walk next door to our neighbors, we are a reflection of him. So we should look good every time we interact with anybody else. They should see the light of the Lord on us. We got to protect our attitude, get our confidence back. It ain't so much about what we're not doing, but what can you do to get your confidence back? What can you do to encourage yourself? What can you do to remind yourself? What can you do to remind other people? There are people around you who will not move until you move. There are people around you who will not do anything until you do it first. But the minute you say no, oh, Daryl said no, I'm no. No, no, uh, I really, no. Can I change my vote? No. Because we are God's children. The Lord says, my word does not come back void. What is God's word? It's his promise to you. It's that promise in the middle of the night, licorice, when ain't nobody else around, and you're worried in your default about that thing. And the Lord is saying, it's all right. It's going to be all right. Well, how are you going to do it? Don't worry about that, but it's going to be all right. Well, I, I want to see. The, the, don't worry about that. Just do what I ask you to do. Get up in the morning. Meet me. It's 5 a.m. I got another hour. It's the spirit of the Lord. Come meet me in the secret place. No, 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 no. It's cold. It's cold. No, 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 no. The alarm's going to go off in 55 minutes and 42 seconds if I could just sleep one more hour. And God is saying, that thing that you prayed for last night, I have it for you. Will you meet me in this place to get it? You got to protect your attitude. You got to protect your attitude. Number three. Number three. We got to take control. How do you take control? By giving it back to God. We got to take control by giving it back to God. When um, 
when I used to drive my aunt around <laughs> in her 90s, she would sit on the passenger side and she would dictate what, not just what I did, but what every person driving. <laughs> Hold on, boy, what you doing now? Uh, wait, 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 you're going to, wait, 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 oh, stop now, stop now, you stop, you see, I know you see, don't come out of there, you cut, okay, go, go, you need to pull over, you need to pull over, just, just the whole ride. <laughs> she don't know where we're going. <laughs> she don't know what's happening, but she's dictating everything around, that's us. God wants us to take our hands off of the steering wheel. We want to do the driving. We're trying to drive. No way. How are you going to drive where you don't know where you're going? How are you going to drive? Not only you do not know where you're going, you don't know how to get there. <laughs> you don't even, you wouldn't even know if you were there, if you were there. <laughs> but we got to give the control back to God. We are in a fight. We are in a fight. And yes, we've already won the fight. But we have to give the control back to God. We got to let him drive. We got to let him take us where we need to go. So we got to focus on the good. We got to focus on what God has done. We got to focus on what God is doing. We got to focus on the victories. We don't lose. We've already won. We don't lose. We either learn or we're victorious. We either learn or we are victorious. But we don't lose. We can't lose. God has already paid the price for this victory. He's already paid the price for what. He's already paid the price. So we just have to give up control. We got to take control by giving it to God. So that means, Lord, I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to spend time with you to get an answer to the prayer that I've been praying for the last 10 weeks, 10 months, 10 years. I will wake up in the morning. I will spend time with you. I will try to get in the word. I will release that song that's in my heart. Sometimes people at your job need to hear that song. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sometimes people next door need to hear you singing through the walls. Sweet heavenly dove. They need to hear you walking through the house, praising the Lord. They need to hear you walking through the house, making the declaration. The week before I got sick in my prayer time, I thought I woke the house up because I went ballistic. I was like, no, we will not be defeated. I was banging on the floor. I was screaming and yelling. I was like, I am the son of the most high God. You can't defeat me. You can't come in my house and act like you crazy. No, we have that authority, but we won't wield it. We won't accept it. How can we do that? How can we wield the authority? How can we accept it? How can we let the Lord move us to do those things? How? How? We got to remind ourselves over and over again. Pastor, you told me not to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, how? You guys, I know you guys probably don't remember this. You guys are way too safe. I, 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 but you ever, like you hanging out with your friends, everybody's buzzed, you high, 
the music is good. <laughs> and he's like, what? Never in my life. And you're just hanging out, and the music is vibing. Uh, pop, the music is good. And everybody's just chilling. It's all good. And there's always that one guy who's like, you know what? What if the police came in here and just starts praying and bombed everywhere? And then we would all be dead. It's like, dude, you're killing my high. <laughs> you're killing my high. That's what we have around us. We are surrounded by people who are killing our high. They, they killing our high. Well, you got to keep them at a distance. Don't come in here. I got, I got a dear friend of mine, a dear, dear friend. And she is, she lives in this place, this default. Every time, every time you talk to her, hey, how you doing? I haven't done Happy New Year yet. I, I got to get my mind together. Because she's like, oh, this person happened and the building fell on my dog. And then this thing happened in the car that I had. I, it ran into, I uh, jumped the fence and then it went into the funeral, the cemetery. And then it knocked down all these uh, two headstones. And, and now I got to pay for that. And then my mom is, you know, she's got Alzheimer's. And, and uh, you know, my grandmother tried to kill this person. And da, da, da. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a constant barrage of high killing. A cons I, I'm, I kid you not, I love her to death. But it's intense, and I have to prepare my mind. I have to prepare my mind. So with regard to protecting your attitude and taking control, sometimes you got to tell people, yeah, no. <laughs> you got to keep them at a distance. It, uh, let me read what it says to you. It says, um, be conscious of the viral effect of negative people. They can infect your positive. That's what I put. They can infect your positive. There's a, we all got somebody like that. We all got some, it's some. Maybe it's somebody in your family. Maybe it's two bodies in your family, right? But you have to protect your attitude. You have to take control. You have to remind yourself of the good that God is doing, the positive that God is doing in your life. You have, we have to constantly tell ourselves, so for every one negative thing, we have to do five to ten positive things. Yes, so I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with this. We are in a fight, but it's our fight to win. It's our fight to win, and we have that, and we can talk about it. Uh, we can say it in our heads. All, we, can, we can put the little slogans up. Like we got uh, uh, um, don't quit, do it, don't quit, and, and having those all around your house and having a vision board and all that, that's great. That's great. But if you don't make the declaration, it's pointless. It's, <laughs> it's pointless. If you don't make the declaration, it's pointless. If you wake up every morning, if you wake up every morning, I have a little thing that I used to wear that says, uh, this says be relentless, but it says today I can do anything. And I remind myself that today, God has instilled in me the power to do anything. And I wake up every morning and I look at it. 
And Lord said, you need to stop looking at it. It, 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 uh, it broke off, but I kept it. It's, it ripped off, and pr- for some reason, that part was still on, so I have it in, in, in my bathroom. And Lord's like, you need to stop looking at that. You need to start saying that every morning. Remember affirmations? Today, through you, God, I can do anything. Today, <laughs> through you, God, I can do anything. Oh, my God, black people. Uh, <laughs> today, through you, God, we have to make the declaration. That's the difference between hope and faith. All right. The difference between hope and faith is making the declaration today. So whatever yours is, whatever yours is, is it don't quit? The Lord is my life salvation. Whatever scripture it is, you have to make the declaration. I'm going to leave you with this scripture, and this is an active scripture. The three points again. One. All things aren't bad things. All things aren't bad things. Number two, protect your attitude. Get your confidence back. Number three, take control by giving it back to God. I'm going to show you something. do this guerrilla style because nothing was working right the first day of the new year. So where's my man Zach? Oh, he, here's my banner. So the scripture reads, all things work together to them who are called. All things, blessings, joys, victories, delays, and a thousand other things that are going on in your life contribute, provide for those who are obedient. Blessings, joys, victories, delays, contribute, provide for those who are obedient. God's going to take care of you. If you're doing what he called you to do, whatever that is, whether that's come and do the sound, whether that's bring the person who's doing the sound, whatever it is, setting up the coffee, serving, tithing, talking to these people in the hallways, the one dude that's so loud, every time he comes, I talk to him. I don't know what's going on, but I, you know, I pray. I'm praying. But all things work together for our good. These good things contribute for those who are obedient. Okay? Thank you, Vanna. So 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So this is your homework. This is an active scripture. Since it takes five to ten events to counterbalance one negative event, before you respond, before you reply, before you press send, before you read something on Facebook that sounds totally ludicrous and you rewrite this whole response, think of three positive things. Think of three positive things, okay? Because you can't say don't worry. You can't say stop worrying. 
This is just a way of shifting your thinking. Think of three positive things before you respond. We're in the parking lot the other day trying to get, trying to go get medication. We left the doctor, been at the doctor all day. This lady pulls in. Teresa j- had just stepped out of the car. We're trying to get Dot out of the car. I don't feel well, which means I'm not in the best mood. So she blows the horn. Bump! And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and so I immediately went to, went to that place. Come on, Lakers, I did. I did. And so I walked over to the car, and I <laughs> looked in the driver's side. Just like that, right? And so here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't say I did. I didn't say anything, but then I but then I thought I was like, you know what? Let me stop, because they may come out up here, and that's gonna be bad for whoever comes out of the car, and it'll be bad for me, too, because you got to think about the pastor. So we finally get Dot out of the car, and then the lady gets out. And she's like, "Oh my son, I'm so sorry. Did I scare you? I." <laughs> I didn't mean, the lady behind me was rushing and this thing and that thing. So she started rattling off all this stuff. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. And please, please forgive me. So I, immediately I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It's okay. You know. But had I, had I stopped and did three positive things, you know what? Maybe that wasn't meant for us. That's one. You know what? And even if it were meant for us, so what? You know, you wait till I get my daughter and my wife out of the car. Well, that's that's positive. Even if it were, even it was meant for us, so what? And the third thing was, you know what? It's Christmas and E is Christmas time, and maybe she's stressed. You know, she may have had a fight with her husband. She may have had a fight with somebody in the, in the car. You know what? That has ninety percent of interaction has nothing to do with you. So before we do anything, before you release that negative thought in your head, think of three positive things. And here's the thing. Scripture can be one of those positive things. All things, good things, work together for us. God provides for us. I remember when this, I remember when rent was due and God did this. I remember when we could move and God did this. I remember when we didn't have a job and God did this. I remember when we didn't have a car and God did this. I remember when I was sick and God did this. I remember when, when I felt like I wasn't going to get well and God did this. I remember when my head was pounding so hard and I was like, Lord, just take me, take me, take me now. And God said, no. You got a daughter to grow up with. You have children. There are people who depend on you. I'm just walking you through. All things aren't bad things. Protect your attitude. Take control. Lord, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus, and we just say thank you for the ability to deliver that word. (coughs) Thank you, Lord, for this new year, 
for what you're going to do, Lord, for all of the good things this year, Lord, for getting and shaking the dust of 2016, all of the didn't make it's and um, can't do's or didn't works and or uh, fears and doubts, uncertainties, all of the people, Lord, that we thought would cross over with us that didn't make it, whether they were friends or family, whether you took them or they just got lost along the way. We thank you, Lord, for the replenishing. For wherever there is a void, Lord, your peace, your love, and your glory will fill it. Allow this word, Lord, to take root. Allow this word to propel us into this year and help us to take control of this year, Lord. Walking in authority, Lord. Making the declaration of what we desire, Lord, through you. And it will be so, Lord. In Jesus' name.